We're going to still give a second or two for our uh, other recording device, auxiliary recording device to boot up. Is it booted up over there? Okay, it's booted up. So, uh, we're continuing here with Netzach Yisrael. We are on page Yud. Second paragraph down in Netzach Yisrael, Perik Aleph, and the paragraph that begins with Ramzu. And so the Maral had advanced yesterday in another take on Golis and the relationship between Golis and Geula. And how... It transpires that Gaulus, when a nation is in Gaulus, when you have national Gaulus, national Gaulus is something that, that is not just against the grain of that nation nationally, it's against the grain of the universe. It goes against the fabric of the universe when a nation is in Gaulus, and all the more so when Klai Yisrael is in Gaulus. And let's speak that out again because the Maral is going to continue with that thought. Very profound thought, a deep idea over here. And uh, Maral shared with us the following. Um, the Rebbeinu Shalalim created a fixed amount of nations with a set number that 70 plus Klai Yisrael were 71. And the number of these nations represents and indicates the number of totality that is required for the world to achieve its goal, its destiny. You need 70 different nations who are 70 different spins, 70 different opportunities to deny God, which becomes 70 different opportunities to acknowledge God, each one in its own way, each one in its own knach, with its own spin on that. And 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 when a nation is therefore in Gullis, the number of nations drops, because as we explained yesterday, we saw from Maral, the, the nation number 38 becomes conquered by nation number 42. So, so you lost 38. 38 became 42 right now. So you lost that individuality. There's a lack in the Shlemus, a lack in the the world's ability to be operating full steam to become um, fully active and operative in terms of what it's there to do. All the more so Klai Yisrael, which has a dual role over here in being a nation. We're also one of the nations, so we have our own way of acknowledging God, but the, we're the leadership nation. We're the one that's at the helm. We're the one that we're supposed to be the pilot. We're supposed to be in the driver's seat leading the way, paving the way, being that beacon of light for the nations. So not only a unique, distinct element of this world is lost when we are in Gullis, when we are on a national level, a national scale, subjugated by the other nations, the, the, the world has lost its purpose. The world is, excuse me, has lost its direction. The world has lost its, its um, lighthouse when Klai Yisrael is in Gaulis. So the entire universe is suffering, not just because one element of the totality is missing, but because the entire direction is missing. But the Maral threw in a reassuring idea. So he said, first of all, that shows us what Geula, I mean, for us to speak at, Geula, as we saw, is the complementary second half, the flip side of Gaulis. Geula is the opposite of Gaulis. Gaulis is the opposite of Geula. Geula is everything being restored, going back to where it's supposed to be. The reassuring element the Maral said is that if Klai Yisrael Chalil V'chas, Chas Hashom, remain in Gaulis forever, then the world would lose that unique element forever that's called Klai Yisrael, but the world would forever be directionless. The world would forever be without that leadership. The world would forever be unable to arrive at the finish line. And that's unacceptable. That's untenable. That doesn't work because HaKadosh Baruch created the world to achieve its destiny, to get to its purpose, to come full circle. And with that Klai Yisrael, Emerging from Gullus, that's never going to happen. That can't happen. And since that can't happen, that can't happen. We saw yesterday, the Maral told us it's impossible, it's untenable for Klai Yisrael to remain in a state of Gullus forever. It can't happen. It can't happen. Um, what about the other nations of the world? 
it's implicit slightly in the Maral, we might find, may, may find ourselves returning to this, implicit in the Maral, that although the world would still be lacking something, if any one of the 70 nations remains in Gaulus forever, it would not affect world order nearly to the same degree as it would with Klai's remaining in Gaulus forever. Klai's is there in Gaulus forever. The world is forever, is forever, um, prevented from reaching its destiny, and then we can't allow that to happen. Whereas, as long as Klai is in the leadership role, let's say 69 of the 70 nations make it to the finish line, so you won't have that full array of every single aspect of what the nations represent, recognizing and acknowledging HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but, but the world has still arrived um, in principle, at where it was supposed to get, because Klai has paved the way, has led the way to the Gilu Yichudai. Even though you didn't have, in the end, you didn't have 70 different aspects of that orchestra in harmony, you only had 69 out of the 70, 68 out of the 70, but the, the harmony is still there, the orchestra is still playing the right song, and everyone has, has now is, 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 has seen Gilu Yichudai, the revelation of Akash Baruch Hu's oneness to the entire universe. Even though it's only being done now with 69 instruments, not 70, because Klai Sos led the way. It's implicit in the Maral. Everybody understand what we're saying? That, that uh, the world would, would, would never be able to reach its destiny if Klai Sos forever in Golis. That's why Klai Sos can't be in Golis forever. But if one, of the, one or several of the nations remain in Golis forever, that would not affect things as much, which, again, logically we understand that. We also understand that there is, what's beginning, it's important for the nations also to emerge from Gaulus, to return from Gaulus, because more nations that would emerge from Gaulus, we have the totality of all 70 there at the finish line, then we have Kleistral as the conductor with the entire orchestra, every one of the 70 nations playing his instruments. You know, some of these guys have, have everyone's coming with their, their, who likes to go to concerts over here? Classical concerts with the orchestras. So you have to have you like that also. When was the last time you went to one? Ertz's from four years ago. To the Philharmonic. Really? Get out of here. You really did such a thing? Wow, that's cool. That's really cool. Pinchas Yankov. Uh, you, you, have, you have depth. You have depth. Wow. Wow. They haven't gone since then because, because uh, your evidence is not so interested. Just haven't, haven't had the time. He's dealing with floods in the basement, sure. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so you have 70, you know, people playing their instruments. It's a 69 show about 70, you'll hear the same song, but, you know, if you have a good ear, you'll hear the tuba's not there, the violin is not there, or the violin is not there, the harp maybe isn't there, the banjo guy didn't show up, ukulele, the fellow with the accordion. You'll pick up on the fact that these people are missing from the, the guy with the, the triangle, you know, the triangle, the cowbell, right? Somebody's missing over there. You'll pick up on that. You need every nation, the, the, the nation that has the cowbell, the nation with the triangle, the nation with the, the xylophone, um, and, the, and the banjo and the ukulele. Tambourine. Tambourine, yes, all these things are very important. Um, so we do understand that although maybe if 69, 68 show up, you'll still hear a nice song, you know, in Mashiach Zeitin, but Avada, the, the full richness is produced from all 70, each one with its own knech of acknowledging HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why you find the concept, so otherwise this would be a major kasha, right? Otherwise we would have a major kasha um, on a, a chazal that Rashi brings down, um, I believe Parshas Nitzavim, Nitzavim um, Vayelech, sometimes they are in the same Shabbos, but that's cheating. I, I think it's either, Nitz, I think it's Nitzavim. V'shafti es shvus Yaakov. Um, the Pasuk says, the Rebbe tells us 
I will, I will return the exiles of, of uh, Kla Yisrael. And Rashi brings down that, that um, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings the Golas back, brings us out of, out of Golas, and brings us to Geula, the Yavashim does it personally, takes us by the hand. Rashi brings down that, um, that um, the Shafti, it sounds like Hashem himself is returning, right? Rashi says, it means because Hashem is in Galdus, when we're in Galdus. It says Rashi, a different Peshat, that Hashem personally takes us out of Galdus. Hashem does it personally. And Rashi's second Peshat over there, he says, not only Hashem takes us personally out of Galdus, Hashem takes the Umas Ha'olim also personally out of Galdus. So Yishtayin writes to Rashi, Rashi, I think it's not in the Tzav and Tzvayelich, Rashi says, I take the Goyim personally out of Galdus. Um, um, So that was taking the goyim out of Gaulus. So Gaul is a concept for Klai, so that for goyim. The Hu Adavr Shadi Barnu. It can't make so much sense now that we're going through this Maharal. The goyim can be in Gaulus. Gaulus is undesirable, even if it's for the Uma Sailam. And the Rebunsham has an interest in taking the goyim out of Gaulus also, because each nation that emerges from Gaulus, Lasud Lavai, will have the full array of all 70 nations, each one in its own way, with its own contribution. Acknowledging and proclaiming Mahusa Yisbarach contributing to Gila Yehuda. So th- th- that's where this idea is coming from. There's such a concept of Goy being a Gaulus, also Umas Oilam, nations of the world being a Gaulus, and that's undesirable. But and we want to take them out of, out of, out of Gaulus as well. But where, where does Shem take uh, Goyim, each, each Goyish nation, out of the Gaulus? Let's talk about Lava in days to come. No, no, not when, where? Where to? Back to where they're supposed to be. So they're original countries. Yeah, that's right. Back to where they're supposed to be. They're original countries. Um, no more. There's no Egyptians in Egypt anymore. Right? They're all Arabs over there, right? Um, there's no, there's no Persians in Persia. They're also Arabs. The Arabs have spread out all the place. But we need Egyptians in Egypt. We need Persians in Persia. So what's going to We need the Arabs in Arabia, I guess, right? What's going to happen to people who? Live there currently, the Arabs or other schmucks that, that live in the, in, in, the, in quote unquote um, different countries. Let, let's say, I don't know, uh, in, Indians, um, Native Americans. You know, you wouldn't be able to do this on Shabbos, but Hashem's going to do it during the week. It's Bayrer, Bayrer, put everything where it's supposed to go. You have a lot of Taruvis. And all the Legos are mixed up. You want to put the red Legos in the red Lego bucket, the yellow Legos in the yellow Lego bucket, the blue Legos in the blue Lego bucket. So that's what we'll do. So, so if Native Americans will return to their land, the um, ancestors of Germans and, and uh, Irelanders will be returned back to Europe. Presumably, presumably, but, you know, I can speculate. We'll find out. Okay. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> It'll be exciting. Anyway. Maybe the question is that, like, today... Any, any American is not really American. He was originally from yeah. Europe. Right, I understand. Right. With going, the Yichus goes after the father. So whoever you're a Ben Ben from, right? Maybe you're really a, maybe this fellow's really Scandinavian. I'll go back to Scandinavia. I don't know. This was, again, we can speculate. But the, 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 the important part is the, the principles. The principles being that there are 70 nations, each one's supposed to be in its homeland, and that's where it is best employed, best equipped to give its own uh, acknowledgments and recognition of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And when they are exiled, expatriated, there is a inhibition, uh, uh, they're subdued from being able to do that. 
and it's in the interest of the Bria, and therefore in the interest of Akash Baruch Hu, to bring each nation back to its homeland. And that's why you find the concept of not just A, the Gaim being uh, returned from exile, which is this Rashi, but B, Akash Baruch Hu does it himself. He says he takes them by the hand, saying we take Klaisro by the hand. The, the Vart, when the Chazar is saying that the Vart of taking them by the hand means it, Hashem has a personal interest. The Rebbe has a personal interest in this. It makes a difference Akash Baruch Hu, not just to the Scandinavians, not just to the Native Americans that they should be in their homeland. It makes a difference to the Rebbeinah Shalalam because there is a reason that there's 70 nations that are each there to give their own knech, their own, their own approach in Gilu Yehuda, in, 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 in uh, acknowledging the Kodesh Baruch Hu's Wadis. Everybody have the very, very Gishmaka ideas over here. And let's go further. The Maral's going to build on the idea that we saw yesterday, which is that Klaiso being in Gaulus is against the grain of the Bria, is against the, 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 very, the very concept the universe is founded upon, and as such, it is necessarily something that cannot last forever. If it would last forever, the Bria would never be able to reach the, the, the goal for which it was created. Therefore, we have a you know, piece of logic that we can establish over here. If the Bria exists, Therefore, ergo, the Bria exists, ergo, Klaisro must return out of um, Gullus one day. There must be a Gullah to the Gullus. There must be. Because if the Bria exists, the Bria exists for a purpose. That purpose can only be fulfilled when Klaisro emerges from Gullus. Therefore, Klaisro must emerge. Let's go further. The Chazal have alluded to this in their wisdom, in the Medrash, Bereshis Rabba. It says like this. You should surely know. This is this is uh, by the Brisbane of Asarm. Rakhash Baruch prophecies to Avram Avinu that his descendants are going to go down into Gaulus for 400 years and they're going to be enslaved to another nation and they're going to have to suffer and they're going to be foreigners and then eventually Hashem is going to take them out. So that's the Brisbane of Asarm where the Rebbe foretells us to Avram. So it says, the You shall know, you shall know, you shall surely know. So what's the double lush? And the measure says, Yodoya, you should know, Shani Mifazron. Know, Avram, that I will scatter your children. I will scatter them into exile. Teda, but you shall surely know, Shani Mikapzon. The same clarity, the same guarantee I'm giving you that they will go into Golas. I'm giving you a guarantee that they're going to come out of Golas. Yodoya, Shani Mimashkinam. You shall know, Yodoya, know with, with certitude that. I will put them on the auction block. I'm gonna, you know, put them there on the in the pawn shop. Let someone come and 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 um, and, and uh, purchase them. Teda shani parkan, but you should surely know. The same way I'm 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 gonna let them be seized by a collector as a collateral. Let them get sold as get them pawned. I'm gonna redeem them. I'm gonna buy them back. They're gonna come back. I'm gonna. I'm going to, to pay the debts, pay the dues, and I'm going to get Klaisrol back. Yodoya, you should know, Shani Meshabdom, that I'm going to allow the nations to subjugate them. They're going to be subjugated by the nations. Teda, surely you should know, Shani Goyalam, I will redeem them. Adkan. Up until here is the Medrash, end quote. And it's very clear what what's going on in this medrash and what the Maharal is going to want. Let's see how the Maharal speaks to that. Such a beautiful medrash, which is exactly making this point. The same yadia, the same knowledge, the same guarantee we're giving Avram that there's going to be a Gaulus, that we're going to be sent into exile, that we're going to be seized by the nations, is 
met with and matched by an equal and greater guarantee, an equal and greater piece of certitude over here, and, and knowledge that we will be redeemed, we will be repurchased, we will be restored. The idea being that thought that the Maral shared with us that Gullus necessarily has to be um, short-lived, necessarily has to have a built-in <coughs> endpoint. If the world exists, Kleisel has to get out of Gullus. Um, now, the, the Maral in his signature style is going to pick this Medish apart, analyze it, and break it down. The Medish didn't have to go give me three different examples. It sounds like this, we're saying the same thing three times in a row, right? The Medish gave three different takes on that. No, that I'm going to scatter them. Surely know that I'm going to gather them. Know that I'm going to let them be seized as collateral. You should surely know I'm going to redeem them, buy them back. Know that they're going to be put into, into subjugation and surely know that I'm going to free them. Why do you have to have that three times? Same thing three times. Could have made the point with just saying the last one. You should know that I'm going to allow them to be subjugated and should surely know that I'm going to redeem them. That's always what we want. That's what we're always talking about. Redemption. Why do we need scattering and 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 um, why do we need re- why do we need um, gathering them in? Why do we need paying off the dues? Rak shiratu lefarish kibeshtei elu. So as always a meshwan kibeshtei elu milos. With these two words, yodaya teida nirmas hagalus vagaula. We have alluded to the galus and the geula. Everything that the galus is all about, everything exile is about, and everything that redemption is about. Hagalus veloshin yodaya. Excuse me. Vagula Belashan Teda. Galus, going into exile, that's Yodoya, you shall know. Vagula Belashan Teda, you shall know. Yodoya means it shall be known. And Teda means you shall surely know. Shehulashan Asid. Viratza Loimar. Menagalus Teda Hagulul Asid. Says the Maral, brilliant, beautiful idea that what the Medrash is saying is from the Galus itself, you can know the Gula. Yodoya. Teda. From the Yodoya, Yodoya is more present tense. Yodoya, it is known. Yodoya. It is here, it is present. Teda, that creates, that generates a further piece of knowledge. Minagolus teda gu'ulula asid. Kamoi shapirshu Yodoya shani mefazron. Teda shani mechansan. The same way it's knowledge now, it's common knowledge that I'm sharing with you. Open knowledge, rather that I'm going to scatter them, Teda, from that you will be able to understand, you'll be able to extrapolate, that I will bring them back together again. Scattering something is against its natural state, as the Maral mentioned, we saw this last week. Scattering something, which is really one unit, which is one entity, taking Kleiser, which is one one organism, and scattering it is like taking a person, chopping them up into little pieces, and throwing his fingers in one place, his toes into another place, his organs, it's a little gruesome of a muscle, right? Um, his nostrils somewhere else, uh, but that's what happens when Kleisel and Gullus. Kleisel is really one organism, and every person, every member is a different part of that organism, and that is against the natural order of things. It's something that's one unit wants to be unified. Mufuzer. Um, Things which are unified 
their, their natural movement is to be reunited. Know that I will allow them to be seized by their collector. A mashkoin is the concept of something that is in someone else's ownership, someone else's control. Peas or scattering, you're not in someone else's control. You're just rent asunder. You're, 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 you've been dismembered. You've been dismembered. You've been broken down into different parts. You don't have unity. Mamashkanam, the second muscle that the Medrash gives, the second, second example, is that of a mashkan, is that of uh, being seized by someone else. Again, it's inappropriate. It goes against the grain of the Bria. It goes against the natural order of things for Klai Yisrael to be in someone else's, um, uh, someone else's control. In someone else's control. Um, I'm sorry, not someone else's control. Someone else's Rishus here. Rishus doesn't mean control. Authority. Rishus means geographically. It doesn't. It's, not, it's against the natural order of the universe of Yisrael to be geographically out of their homeland. Kimashi Yisrael heim be'eretz acheres. When we are, excuse me, sent into a different land, we are sent into exile into someone else's land. Like a collateral that's seized. I take this as a collateral, right? To pay something off. So this is now mine. Um, temporarily, I've seized it. That means that it's really supposed to be over there. And someone else's dollar. I took it my dollar. It's been, it's been, it's been, um, re- not repossessed, possessed. It's, um, I mean, really, well, no, in this case, possessed. Repossesses. I had the car first, and I'm giving it to you, assuming you're going to pay for it. Then I take it back because it was really mine. Repossess would be the wrong word for a collateral. Is not repossessed when you take. We're talking about a collateral. I'm, I'm, he owes me something. I'm taking this in the meantime because he hasn't paid me paid me back. So you repossess? No, mm-hmm. no. Repossess would mean you owe me for the car payments, and I feel bad for you. I want you to still drive the car. So even though you're behind the car payments, you know I'll take one of your kids in the meantime. Right? So you say, oh, please take them all. Right? Well, I, I, I take you your, a, I take your you toaster oven. Payment in the car, okay? no, no, no. That's you because do, I was the original owner. That, that's because, that's because I was the original owner of the car. When it's really my car, that's called repossessing. When I take something as a, col- a collateral, I'm, you're I'm, still paying off. I, I, we'll talk about it after we're done. It's just this is semantics. It's, it's not, it's, let's not get involved in that. Um, when I, someone owes me money and I seize a collateral to uh, to guarantee the money that he owes me. So it's temporarily not where it's supposed to be. So that's the second aspect of, of, of Gaulus. Second aspect of Gaulus is Klaistral being kicked out of their homeland. We're geographically not where we're supposed to be. And again, that goes against the order of creation. The third aspect, Yisrael, here's the authority. Klaistral was not supposed to be under someone else's authority. And for someone else to be imposing their authority, their will, their subjugation upon Klaistral, because again, we can't be in that leadership role. We can't lead the way. We can't be that beacon of light when we are under someone else's authority. We weren't created for that. We were created to be above the world, leading the world in, in the control tower to be showing the way. So according to Maral, the beautiful measure takes on such beautiful light over here. Chazal showing us the relationship speaking out with Avram three different aspects of Gaulus, and how each aspect of the Gaulus is the antithesis, the opposite of the Gula, and you can understand the Gula from the Gaulus, and the Gaulus will lead to the Gula, it has to lead to the Gula. A, you can extrapolate. A, each aspect of Gaulus goes against the grain, is against the natural order of things, and necessarily has to be restored. B, 
the the um, being that it's against the natural state of, of the, the order of affairs of the world, there will be a galus, and see to understand what 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 Geula really looks like, what redemption looks like, is to really just see the opposite of galus. From the galus, you can understand the galus. Yadoya teida, and we have three different aspects of that galus over here. These psukim, the Maral showing us, and again is beautiful in intervals, inimitable style. That galus is is covering the aspects. Klai Yisrael being scattered, dismembered, chopped up. Klai Yisrael um, being in, in geographically not in the place where we're the most active, where we're, we're, we're all, you know, thrusters firing over here, all the, all the rockets, uh, uh, all the rockets rocketing away. When we're not in Eretz Yisrael, we're unable to, 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 to act to our potential. And finally, when we're, the third aspect of the goal is being under someone else's control, authority, um, greatly suppresses and subdues Klai Yisrael's ability to do what we're here to do, which is to lead. And from the fact that all three are going to be set into motion, you can understand that they will have an endpoint and what that endpoint looks like. Okay, very good. We will stop over here. We'll continue with the tomorrow.